Okay, so Clarissa, I mean, let's just start because the Olympics are coming up. The 2020 Tokyo Olympics are coming up. You were one of the youngest to compete in the trials. Can you talk about what it's like to win not one gold, but multiple gold medals? Um, oh, it was very, uh, it was very moving for one. Um, it changed my whole life winning the first Olympics, but to win it two times definitely changed my life and uh, probably the two happiest days that I've had in my entire life besides like, you know, graduating high school or, you know, um, getting awarded a, a whole bunch of money and winning fights, but like definitely like the Olympics was the beginning of like my entire career for me. I, like, I love that. And Cause that's a, like, you know, it's one thing I was someone, I never made the Olympic team. So there, that's a level that very few athletes get to. Now you've went on to win four titles and you've broken almost every record. You're competing in different weight classes. The boxing world is different because you don't necessarily, your, your record almost doesn't necessarily determine what happens. So do you think that you get the respect that you deserve being a two-time gold medalist, four-time world champ, like, do you think that that respect is given? I'm a 12-time world champ. Oh, get me together, okay? A 12-time world champ. Do you think yeah. that, that that's given to you in the way that, that you feel is deserved? I don't know. It, uh, all, all the credit and stuff is not given to me the way that I feel it should be. Um, but that's not completely uh, falls on me. That falls on women's boxing and promoters and the, any and the inequality and stuff like that. And um, that's why I'm doing MMA now because for me, it was always about being the best fighter and, and fighting against the best and beating the best and breaking records. And then you feel like when you do that, that's where the money comes, right? You get the million dollars, you get the mansions, you get the cars. Exactly. And it was like, I'm a 12-time world champion, two-time undisputed, three-time division world champion. Come on! You know, where is my, you know, where is my, you know, money and where is my, you know, where is my credit? And it was like, no matter what I accomplished in boxing, I could become a 20 time world champ. Yep. It wouldn't change my situation. And, uh, and it wouldn't add too many more dollars than what I have now. So it really, to me, seems like I was taking a huge risk without a big reward. And um, it was like, there's nothing else I can do. So I'm going to continue boxing as I do my MMA, but I've gotten way more exposure um, endorsement deals, sponsorships, TV shows, and everything just from making this journey to the MMA. And I haven't even fought yet. I fight in 21 days. Yeah, you fight in 21. So I want you to see the shirt I wore because I really believe that invest in women, pay women, hire women. That's why I asked you the question yes. because in the women's basketball and all women's sports, it's the same thing. On the male side, there's a certain pay level. And on the women's side, there's just not. So can you just talk about with the MMA now, the exposure that that has brought because we do know that that is an explosive field and it's it's fun it's exciting you have your first fight you said in 21 days and it's i mean that's that's a big deal you know like to, people don't just just so people listen and understand <laughs> it's not just normal and easy to go from no. camp to now you're going to mixed martial arts and you're going to be just fighting mma can you just talk about that um, well, one is definitely not easy. That's why I've been staying here in Albuquerque since December. And uh, people who are in Albuquerque know that this is not a place that I, I think many people want to live. It's like I have my whole dorm here. Wow. I have one. I got a big. 
uh, see, back in Michigan, I had me a big, nice three-bedroom, three-bathroom, uh, three full-basement house. Yeah. So I call yeah. it my mini-mansion in Michigan. And then I come here in this one-bedroom kind of like studio apartment, and this is where I've been living since uh, since December. And uh, the training is way different. You know, you're not just training, you know, because my boxing is phenomenal. But now we have jujitsu, Muay Thai, wrestling, jujitsu. It's it's so many different arts. And the thing is, you can be great at one, but you still have to know how to use that one thing or two things for you to win a fight. So it's like, it's in boxing, you win fights on punches. Yep. You yep. know, now it's like you can win fights with kicking, choking, arm barring, leg locks. That's crazy. Yo. And then, you know, still get knocked out with the with the hands it's so it's like you got to be more prepared and it's actually more it's it's more training and it's more stressful on the body and um you know just the sparring in itself you know i've been able to get in the ring and get rounds in with holly home um arlene she's fought against chris a uh, chris cyborg um a girl named kayla here like i've been sparring against some very experienced women who have been in MMA for some for some years and decades. So it's like I'm actually playing catch up. And it's very humbling to have to come here and do all this training, you know. Listen, you um, about that on you. I don't know. Something about that makes me hype because it's new, like, cause I'm an athlete. So this is something new, fresh, and you're gonna, I feel like you're gonna tackle it and you're gonna master it. Now I wanted to ask you about something because I saw it going around, but there's this celebrity. So, you know, the boxing, you talked about how boxing, there's a certain pay ceiling that you're just not going to get past, but we've seen that celebrities come into the boxing world and the yeah. pay is through the roof. Now I know that this probably not going to happen, but the idea came up with, how do you feel about fighting a man when it comes to like someone like the Paul brothers? Because a lot of people are like, oh, women shouldn't fight men. But I'm like, if, if, if you want the smoke, how does that work? Like, you know, how do you feel about that if, if it's a man versus I've already I've already voiced my opinion and let Jake now let Jake uh Jake Paul and his team know that I'll whoop Jake Paul's ass. That's okay. it. You know, but when you have like men's boxing and women's boxing, they always want to say, Oh, men are stronger. This is what I've been sparring against men my whole life. So if Jake Paul wants to smoke, I will whoop Jake Paul's ass. Oh, and that's just that. Okay. And uh um he would be he would be the dumbest man in the room to get in the ring with me. I tell you that. Oh, Dumbest I love man. it. Listen, so y'all hear how she's talking. This is exactly why ESPN Plus is premiering an exclusive on you. So I want to talk a little bit about that because this is big. You talked about wanting to be in MMA because of the exposure. Look what's happening already. The fight hasn't even happened yet. We'll get to, you know what, before we get to that. It's, like, it's crazy. It's crazy because when you see ESPN docu-series where they have like multiple episodes of fighters, yeah. they're, they're re they're retired. They're dead. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I get to experience living in my flowers now. Like I get to, you know, have them on this journey shooting me now while I'm 26 years old. So when I turn 55, I'm going to be looking at this, like, look what I was doing back when I was 26. I was being shot by ESPN every day. I had my own docuseries. They was watching me box and watching me MMA. You know, they were watching my whole life. And, you know, not many athletes get to experience that. No, you know, Mike no. Tyson didn't get to experience that. He didn't have his own docuseries when he was boxing. Everything came after. Even Evander Holyfield knows are one of my two favorite fighters. 
you know, but it's like, you don't get your flowers and get to smell them while you're actually here. And now that I'm experiencing it, like all it is, it's sometimes it's unbelievable. It really is. It's like, is this for real? Do I really have a docuseries coming out? And then you watching the ESPN plus commercials and it's like, oh, there she go. There she go. You know, announcing it's national streaming day and I'm Clarissa Shields and watch my series coming out June 5th. And it's, I don't know. I just be like, it's, Wait a minute. It's, Are you it's sure insane. Because I had, I read that it's June 3rd. Okay. So is it June 3rd? The first episode premieres a Thursday, June 3rd. I thought it was June 5th, but you know what? I fly out to, to the uh, blah, blah, blah. June, June 5th is something else. June 3rd probably is right, but June 5th is in my head for some reason. Yeah, no, I'm going to make sure people know. June 3rd is when you need to turn to ESPN Plus because we talked about it, though. That's that's what I was kind of getting to. You deserve it. So usually you're right. We always wait for athletes to get to that point where they're no longer playing or, you know, it's an afterthought. But we talked about it. You said 12-time world champ, baby. Get it together. Yes. This should, <laughs> this, that should, you deserve a docuseries. So Walk me through it. What kind of stuff are we going to see in there? Are we going to see you training? Are we going to, like, what are we going to see in the docuseries? Oh, man. Y'all are going to see really everything. Like, you want to know how I live when I'm in Michigan? Here you go. You want to know how I live when I'm in Albuquerque? Here you go. You want to know what kind of car I drive? You want to know how my family is? You want to talk to my sisters, my siblings, my brothers? Um, You want to have a conversation with my dad so he can tell you about me when I was younger? Um, Of course, going to be a lot of training. And really... People don't know the mindset that it takes to be a champion. I've been a champion all my life. Like I've been boxing since I was, I was 11 years old. I'm 26, 15 years of victories, 15 years of up and downs in life, but always winning in boxing, you know, always finding a way to be a champion inside the ring and outside the ring. Um, you're going to see my boyfriend, me and him interact because people think that women at box, they think that we can't cook. They think that we can't nurture to our men. They think that we beat up our men. I don't know what they be thinking, oh but God. it was like, no, I am a, I am a man's dream when it comes to being his woman. Like I take Do care that. of my man. I massage my man. I cook for my man. I work out with my man. I talk like a lady to my man, you know, but people don't get that side of me because boxing only shows when I'm in the ring, you know, kicking somebody, but. Yeah, that tough exterior, but you need to be that for boxing. I love that. Get you a girl that can do both athlete boxing. Yes. <laughs> so, listen, your MMA debut is June 10th, and it's versus Brittany Elkin. Now, talk to me about that matchup. It's your first time going in for MMA. You know, talk to me about the strengths, the weaknesses that you'll have in that. What are you thinking? Well, one, Brittany Elkin is a brown belt in jiu-jitsu. Um, she's had nine fights of experience with MMA some wrestling matches, some jujitsu matches um, that she's had besides the nine MMA fights. Um, I think people are looking at this fight and they're saying, you know, all she has to do is come in here and take me down. And that's her game plan, you know, to come in here, take me down, get me on the ground and do some crazy jujitsu move in the fight. But I've been training very, very hard to, you know, take down defense how to get off the cage how to get off my back using my boxing to my advantage because I am the greatest one of all time when it comes to boxing so my hands will be flying and um that's what she would have to be worried about but I think that um she's underestimating me as 
as anybody would. As you know, it's just it's just in MMA fighters' nature to underestimate boxers because it's not it hasn't always been successful when boxers have went to MMA. So I think now that you know this uh this this whole matchup, um, she does has ways that she can win if I underprepare. But good thing that I didn't. Good thing that I live by the five P's. Pro, uh, proper preparation prevents poor performance. And I've been here. I've been training. I got sparring in just another another hour. And I've been getting like some serious reps and rounds. And I'm really confident that I will come out on top of this fight. And I have to say one thing. When you are a champion, you just find a way to win. It doesn't matter. So if we have to go 15 minutes for this fight and I get the decision, boom if i have to go in there and really just you know have to go through some struggles and figure some stuff out either way it goes i'm going to win the fight and i don't think it's going to be easy for me but i'm going to go in there and put my best foot forward and anytime i've done that i've always come on top okay but listen we're talking about all her takedown and keep you on the ground Mm -hmm. you got the hands though and everyone knows when a boxer goes to mma you always got to watch out for that knockout blow so oh one thing i hit very very hard even in boxing like people say oh you 11 and 0 with two knockouts but it's like that's because women's boxing have two minutes to a four round compared to the men's three minutes and also we have two less rounds so women's world championship fights are two minutes for 10 rounds the men world championship fights are 12 rounds three minutes a piece so you got 20 minutes compared to 36 minutes so they got 16 more minutes to knock out their opponent. I don't have the leisure of that, but every girl I get in there and fight will leave with some marks on her face, busted lip, swollen eye. They want to hold me the whole fight. She got bruised ribs. I mean, I put these girls through hell in boxing. So in boxing, we fight with 10 ounce gloves. Now in MMA, it's with four ounces. I know for a fact that my punches are going to have huge effect on anybody who I get in the cage with. And um, I'm not just relying on my boxing. Like, I've been doing a lot of jujitsu, a lot of wrestling, a lot of takedowns myself, you know, and also adding a, adding a kick with these big, black, strong legs. Come so, on so, yeah, I'm definitely going to use all my athleticism. And um, just one thing that we both know, that everybody knows, it's a fight. It's a fight. You have to beat somebody down to win a fight. And I just don't believe that any woman in this world can physically just beat me down to where I'm like, oh, this fight is just, it's just not in me. It's like, it's like the harder you come at me, the harder I come at you, you know? So that's just how I am. And that's how I feel about the fight. I love it. Okay. So June the 4th, T-Rex, her, her fight for gold comes out ESPN plus you got a fight coming on June 10th. Things are looking up. One last thing. Why do they call you T-Rex? You know, name was given to me um, when I was 11 years old. I didn't have a boxing nickname, but everybody else in the gym had their own little nickname or whatever. And um, the guys in the gym, the first guy I sparred against the name was Darion Lawson. And he said, uh, which one's your nickname to be? And I'm like, I don't know who cares, you know, because I already had a nickname. Really, my name was Ress, R-E-S-S, short for Clarissa, right? Yeah. And they were just like, how about Reese Cup? I'm like, that's a stripper name. You know, like, don't, you know, know Teresa Reese Cup, she is like, no. And, um, and growing up, my nickname was Muffin. So it was just like, wow. but to me, it was like Muffin. Like, what does a Muffin got to do with boxing? So 
uh, Darion was like, what about Clarissa T-Rex shields? And I was like, T-Rex? I'm like, that's the dinosaur. It got the short arms. He's like, your arms is short. And you know, when you be, and, you know, when you become a boxing though, they were, they were short back then. My arms are pretty long now. Okay. Yeah. You know, but it was more because I'm an aggressive fighter. I, I come forward and the, and the T-Rex a dinosaur had the shortest arms, but it was the most aggressive. So that nickname kind of stuck with me. And uh, that's how, and that's kind of what I went by until I started going by quote, G-W-O-A-T. Okay, I like that. The T-Rex is the most aggressive fighter. Clarissa, I think you are the most aggressive fighter. <laughs> so I think I can feel it. I wish you nothing but the best in your fight. I'll be tuned in for your docu-series, not just one. We got a series going on. Get into it, people. June 4th on ESPN, man. Congratulations on everything, Clarissa. Thank you so much. It is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood? Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello.